Welcome to the What's On My Mind podcast, a podcast for the youth, by the youth. Whatever we're feeling, whatever we're thinking, will be discussed on this episode. And I'm your host, your one and only beloved host, Kat. Now today, I'm not alone. I have a guest with me, a very special guest. She's an artist and she loves God. She is also a student. Today, I have Bitumelo Mumabe. Hello, Bitumelo. Hi, cats. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So, on today's episode, I have decided that, you know what? I think I've mentioned God in previous episodes, but I really haven't been in depth or I haven't dedicated a special episode talking about the things of God, basically, you know what I mean? So, Bitumelo, I just want to ask you, or one of the questions I want to ask you is that, at what point did you decide that I am going to be Christian? Um, at what point did you decide that I'm going to follow Christ? And this is something that is for me. Sure, okay. Uh, so I grew up in church, as many of us did. I grew up in church, went to church on Sunday. A couple of different denominations, uh, but it was always church on Sundays. It was a thing, wherever I lived, whoever I lived with, it was church on Sundays. So that's just a place I grew up in, but that, was, that doesn't necessarily uh, equal a relationship with God, as we know. Uh, so I was in the church, exposed to the things of the church, but there were also ways that I can now look back and pinpoint and say, okay, God was calling me. God was making it known to me that, okay, you don't just come to church, you have to have a relationship with me. So I I would say uh, grade six, yeah, grade six was the first time I heard God's voice and knew that this is God's voice. I wasn't guessing, I wasn't like, oh my word, what is this? Um what am I experiencing? What's like, what's going on? Because before that, I would be in church and I'd just be so overwhelmed by God's presence, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it meant. Uh, yeah, man. But the first time I felt it, well, feel is not the best word to use because it's not a feeling necessarily, but the first time I experienced a move of God, I'd say, and I knew that, okay, God is speaking. It was grade six when I was going through a, um, a mental health issue, um, that got a bit too close to the edge um, and God stopped me from doing something that would have ended my life and I then I knew that okay okay God is, is actually fighting for me like there was it's a long story <laughs> but just to stick to answering the question and also not to trigger people uh, I don't know if you're gonna put a trigger warning on this but yeah grade six was the first time I heard God's voice like I heard God saving me uh, and after that I don't think I, I really took it that seriously I, I knew it was something that I experienced but I didn't know how to go about really understanding what was going on so it, it wasn't a big thing for me like it would come up here and there and things like that would happen again I'd end up in those situations and again God would continuously uh, make it known that he is preserving my life and yeah, it went on, went on, went on. High school, though, was the time when I, I um, 
really really started living for God I would say uh, yeah, I started serving in church I started uh, just being more dedicated honestly even before being in the church space the physical church space I just started taking the call that God was God had on my life more seriously. I just started actually letting him lead my life instead of just visiting the idea. Yes, yeah, so I'd say grade six, then honestly more seriously, high school. That's when I knew because God's love reached me in a way that you and nothing else did, honestly. And he saved my life and he continues to do so. So I'm here, still here by his grace. That's yeah, that's that's me. That's a very beautiful answer. Um, I'd just like to like touch on God's love for you. Like I just really wanna to touch on that because I just feel like you know when you just follow something and maybe people feel like okay you're following Christ because your parents followed Christ, you're following Christ because it was the environment that you come from, which could be true. But what's also true is that God's love really has a way of locating us and i just want to know like from your experience how did you know like okay this is god like locating me like going out of his way just to reach out to me um and like explain it in a way where like anyone could like understand or anyone could like actually get what you're saying without sounding like you know actually just answer the question <laughs> okay sure <laughs> i get what you mean though i i understand where you're going with that but yeah i also understand why you didn't continue with it so yeah don't worry we're on the same page um yo the god's love oh, that's a oh, that's something that you really can't mimic and that's how i knew that it was god and that's how i know that it's god on a daily basis because I would sit and think, am I imagining this? Like, am I imagining hearing this voice that I'm claiming is God? Am I imagining being saved by God? Or am I just chickening out from doing the thing that God is stopping me from doing? Like, is that really God's love locating me, as you said? Or am I just being cowardly? Or what is it? Like, what is it me or is it God? And once I started asking that question, um, yeah, it, it got clearer. It got clearer. It got a whole lot clearer because I realized that the peace that comes from experiencing God's love, the the just this God's love is something that I couldn't make up. You know, that 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 love is so pure, it's so real, it's so whole. It's not something that I could think up, especially in the state that I was in. It's not something that I wanted for myself. Like I did, I didn't feel like I was deserving of that love, and I, I'm not deserving of that love. But God poured it out anyway. So I got to a point where I was like, if I was imagining this, it wouldn't be such a beautiful experience. If I was imagining this, it wouldn't be life-changing. You know, I didn't want to be alive. So why would I be introducing myself or coming up with or imagining something that was keeping me going? You know, something that was bringing hope. That I was, My mind was in a state where, woo, man, I wanted nothing but the worst for myself. Or I, that's what I thought, that's what I believe, that's what the enemy led me to believe. That I, I didn't care about my life, but God was preserving my life. So there's no way that I could have been coming up with that, you get me? So that's how I knew that this is God's love. This is something beyond me because it's 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 too beautiful to be my idea. 
not to say that human beings can't come up with beautiful things but just being in that state and being able to experience that i knew that it couldn't be me you know and even in that moment with god was fighting for me like when i say it was a beautiful experience a hey, it, it might sound a bit rosy but it was far from rosy it was a fight it was a battle a war and i could see that it's not me fighting something is being fought a battle is being fought on my behalf for my sake so i knew that okay <laughs> this has to be something much bigger than me and it's not sure yeah it i couldn't i just couldn't come up with something that amazing and something that life changing and then it only made sense that it was God and upon my research and some prayers I found that okay it actually is God and I wasn't just imagining things yeah that's that's how I would explain it it's bigger than me it's bigger it's above you I like that I really like that a lot um so we can all establish that the whole relationship between you and God started with God I feel like that is also powerful. Um, it all started with God um, actively saving your life, as you said. And, you know, I just want, like, your thoughts on, like, someone who feels like, okay, this is not happening for me. I have never really gotten to a point where I am close with God or I'm experiencing what you are experiencing. Like, what would you say to a person who is having those thoughts or probably thinking, well, that's nice, you know, someone got to experience something so nice, you know, but I'm like continuing this life journey without even knowing this God that they're talking about. So what would you say to a person who probably has those thoughts or those feelings? I like that question, <laughs> especially the well, that's nice part, because I think so many of us feel like that when we hear um, experiences of, of believers or other believers, if we are in the body of Christ already, we hear about each other's experiences and we're like, man, why can't God talk to me like that? Like, why can't I have something interesting? You know, but that's such a weird way to perceive your experience with God because we're cool with it being a personal experience until we're not experiencing God the same way and that's kind of suspicious. So uh, my encouragement to someone would be just to trust God, trust God enough to know that when you follow his word and when you literally just do what he has called you to do you will experience him because he's faithful you know the evidence is not in him revealing himself to all of us the exact same way uh there are people who walk with christ as the man christ and i won't get to experience that but that doesn't mean that my experience of a relationship with god is less valid than someone who saw him face to face walking the earth you know that just because someone might hear god's audible voice doesn't mean it's not doesn't mean their experience of god is more valid than someone who literally just knows about god from reading his word he reveals himself to all of us as long as you go before him and you humble yourself and you accept that christ is lord and savior like that's really it after that it's it's really on his part to decide how he reveals himself to you because he knows what we need in that moment i needed to stop doing that thing that i was trying to do um the birds in the background agree i don't know if you can hear them um but yeah, in that moment the same word. <laughs> you understand so in that god will reach you how he knows you need to be reached 
so that's that's something that has been helpful to me because sometimes i also hear other people's stories and i'm like that sounds amazing but god is amazing and however he reaches you that's amazing your story is already amazing your testimony is amazing not because of uh, your side of the story not because of how you experience it but because it's god that you experienced so if you are experiencing god by reading the word if you are experiencing god um in a way that doesn't seem tangible it's it's okay because um god is there god is with you he's faithful enough just trust him and do what his word is calling you to do and believe in his promises really and ask god to help you walk in the promises that he's already given out you know like sometimes we think that the promises of god aren't accessible to us or that they're not reaching us the same way as someone else just if you feel like that really just ask god to help you walk in the peace that he's already given walk in the love the joy all of those things just god has already done his part you know and he will continue to do so just do your part and there's no reason why a relationship with god will not be possible for you because he desires for everyone to be saved he loves us all the same yeah word same with creation i'm like word like agree um so one of the things that i've also as a christian i've um thought about and i've actually had like you know prayer about it and i think i've spoken to you about it before i'm not sure or some other person i'm not sure but i was just really um not confused but i was just really struggling with the thoughts of um going through a very tough time in life to the point where I now start to question if God loves me or not because I'm going through a tough time and honestly the 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 answer it came from God like why things happen the way they do you know but also in the same time there was there was also a piece that I had to understand that okay the answers are not every answer I'm I'm going to get which i have to accept <laughs> um so for you as a christian how do you um deal with suffering maybe suffering in your own life suffering in another believer's life suffering the world i think a lot of the time when people will think about the suffering that has happened in the past um like for an example colonialism or in the present day with whatever's happening in the world as a christian how do you feel like okay yes it is true we're down bad in this world but how do you um still believe for you know what even during during the midst of suffering i'm still here and like yeah how do you how do you still have faith in god even during suffering Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a really big one because I think it's something that everyone experiences in very different ways, and sometimes you can't even fully relate to the next person, so you don't even know how to be there for them. But um, with regards to how to keep faith alive in those situations, really just to know that God is unchanging. You know, to know that regardless of what happens at any given point, anywhere, 
at any time for whatever reason that God is unchanging and that he cares you know he's not just sovereign and watching and doing nothing about the situation but he's faithful he's been faithful he's shown his faithfulness throughout the ages he's 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 always responded to his children so just knowing that one okay on from a mental standpoint i know like in the moment practically what i do is just remind myself that life is not happening to me it's just happening that's something that's been really helpful that um there's no there's no target on my back right okay maybe spiritually but now we're talking mentally like the things that happen in this world they're not all directed to me i might just be feeling like they're overwhelming because i'm exposed to them so not everything is a personal attack but there are times when it does get personal and i think that's more the direction that your question is um is headed is what happens when life is it feels like it is happening to me when the story is about me when the situation is about me where's god then and god is always there you know i think that's just the the thing that keeps me going it's and it's not even my own idea just trusting god enough to know that what he said is true is really the start of a lot of <laughs> um letting go and not trying to to use man i want to say this how how do i say this <laughs> but not to try and use the view of the world to measure god's faithfulness but to me- to 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 trust that god is faithful enough to carry us through everything you know just not to use what you see in the world take that and say okay where's god but to look at what you see in the world and say even throughout all that might be happening in my life or to my family or in my mind or in my country god is still the same god he was god is still the same god who was able to stop those plagues god is still the same god who was able to raise christ from the dead that same power is accessible to me by virtue of me having a relationship with god i have access to that power and that that's actually more encouraging than it is discouraging because in that moment you are reminded by the spirit that you're not alone and that you actually aren't helpless in any situations because of the authority you've been given so yeah man it's, it's just knowing that a lot of things that happen in this world are yeah, man they they not they might not be an attack on you directly but unfortunately we do have to sometimes experience the consequences of someone else's actions or the consequences of our actions um but it's not it's not god orchestrating your destruction you know it's it's god is there he's there and you can run to him at any moment even when it doesn't feel like it even when it doesn't seem like the right time to pray it's always the right time to pray because god is there he's been there check his word <laughs> you will see what i mean yeah that is true thing, guys like god really exists um i don't know like I just feel like um, one of the things that I uh, was kind of struggling with or the things that I kind of like um, had to fight was actually feeling like I did not have the freedom or the liberty to actually say, hey God, like this, this is not cute, you know, this sucks and it just does not feel nice. Until I actually read the Bible and I realized that actually uh, there is liberty to actually um, lament and to pour out your heart. And not in a complaining way, but in a very genuine way. And um, I just want to ask you that have you ever reached a point where you just um, felt like 
things are not rosy right now god like i'm actually mad at you (laughs) or was it always a thing of you've always had to talk yourself into you know what it's not god's fault or you know what god still loves me you know what god is still good how is like your response with terms of suffering do you feel like you can just say god like i'm not happy about this or do you always have to like hype yourself up and try to build your faith and try to you know you know remind yourself that okay like god is good god is good god is good even in this season like god is good even right now like god is good like how do you play that out man it's yeah so it's a question of day it, it's a bit of both honestly it's a bit of both like it i would be lying if i said it's always been a man i know god's got me type of situation but it hasn't <laughs> there were very much and they probably still are now moments where i just feel abandoned man like there's just i battled a lot with loneliness but I, I really looking back in retrospect i'm grateful for that because now when someone comes to me and says i feel alone you, you're telling me god is with me but i feel alone i can say i get you let's talk about it um because god has also taken me out of that place of this feeling of just insane loneliness just being feeling alone feeling abandoned feeling like why like why would you let this happen so i definitely have had those moments but it was in um allowing the spirit to make me teachable that i was able to now gain this new perspective i'm not gonna say that it's always like that but i i'm i I do believe that now i'm in a better space where i can say that okay (laughs) god i don't know why this is happening but i know that you will work it out it took a while it it there's room for growth in that area i don't believe that i've reached the pinnacle of like contentment and like knowing that everything is going to be okay but the the beautiful thing about faith the beautiful thing about a relationship with god is there's room for growth honestly there's 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 so much room for growth if i believe if god wanted us to know everything we need to know about faith about christ about um christianity about the bible about the wisdom that he has in store we'd know it automatically like we'd be like okay salvation prayer download everything you need to know but there's room for growth and it's a journey and just knowing that itself is very encouraging even while you're dealing with suffering maybe or whatever you might be dealing with is just knowing that god actually wants to walk this journey with you the same way that he walks the journey of you growing spiritually is the same way that he wants to walk the journey of your suffering with you the journey of your high moments with you your low moments with you everything that you're experiencing um in his care under his wings he wants to walk it with you it's a journey so even with suffering there might be that temptation or that 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 um, that pull to want to walk away from god or say okay thanks thank you for giving me the evidence that i need that you don't exist but um really it, it takes a lot of listening to the spirit to realize that okay this is not just this is not a moment for me to walk away from god this is a moment for me to lean on god even more more than i ever have before because he's done it for someone else and he can do it for me and yo like why would he fail why would he start failing now you know um so knowing that man just those times when you feel the most alone or the times you feel the most abandoned is the time to hold on to god's promises even more and you can't hold on to something you don't know so then you are even more encouraged then to 
to uh, look into the word and know God's promises because then you can say but God you promised this where is it oh God you promised this so I know it's here please help me to walk in it because sometimes it's there we just don't know how to navigate it yet like peace is available already uh, Christ already gave to us says in, in John 14 it's already there but we panic a lot we freak out a lot we feel a lot of anxiety so it's just a matter of asking God to help us navigate those times those moments of suffering because he's already given those things out it's not a matter of okay god prove it do it let me see it it's done it's just a matter of asking god to help us actually experience those things walk in those things and know that there's room for growth it's not all or nothing you failed just move on (laughs) yeah yeah that's beautiful i like to like expand on the alone alone um, side of things just feeling alone isolation um <laughs> it's kind of funny because i was like you know you feel alone alone and then you'd be like oh i'm not alone oh what was that about okay and then you just move on like oh me and god are besties now like we're cool i'm not alone um but with the feeling alone do you do you often feel like um the reason why you felt alone or maybe you didn't feel god in the moment or whatever whatever caused that isolated feeling or whatever how did you like get to that resolution of i'm not alone um god is there and also like what causes the isolation in the first place i just want to know from like your perspective Hmm, okay i think with the causing of the isolation, I think it would be different in all our contexts, honestly, because, hey man, <laughs> what might make me feel alone might not make the next person feel alone, but that loneliness comes and it, it, it arrives, it arrives fully. Um, but I'd be lying if I said I'm the one who gets myself or who has gotten myself out of those states, the same way that the relationship with God was initiated by God, uh, is the same way that the Spirit is the one who reminds me that I'm here, I'm I'm right here, you know, I won't go anywhere, just listen to me, and it's, it's really just God calling me back, and just reminding me that I'm not alone, because I probably would just say, I pack up my bags, I'm done with the Christian thing, it's okay, guys, I tried, but God constantly reminds me that I was there before, you're falling into the same trap, and you're not seeing that I'll be there again, how, you know, it's really God reminding me of who he is and the role he's played in my life there's so many times when i have thought of walking away um yo like (laughs) there's actually been times when i thought of walking away from the faith and it's like okay so god saved you for you to decide with you're good not like you're fine okay where are you going to end up like what are you going to you are in that state you you are you are literally about to lose your life um multiple times actually um for different reasons so you find that with God saving you there, then you, you feel like, okay, cool, you can do your own thing. How does that work? You know, even in loneliness, it might not be, um, it's not a nice thing to feel lonely. It's not, a, it's not a beautiful feeling and it does happen. And this is not me condemning anyone who feels lonely because I get it. I think everyone feels lonely. If you've never felt lonely before, shout out. I want to meet you. <laughs> I want to know what you have going on in your mind that keeps you feel- from feeling lonely ever. But it's really the spirit is the one who who draws me back like it's not me who says okay guys 
I'm tired of feeling lonely. You guys can come back. Because it's... The, the God never leaves. God never leaves. And it's just that realization, allowing God back in, just listening to the right voice is very important. I think, honestly, that's, that's the advice for this part summarized. Listening to the right voice, making sure that what you're listening to is the truth. Because... If God says he'll never leave us nor forsake us, but I feel alone and I feel forsaken and I feel abandoned, who am I listening to? I can't be listening to God if I'm believing that he's not with me. So just see, okay, who am I listening to? And the one who makes me question that is the spirit because he's trying to reach out to me and here am I listening to other things that are saying the opposite of the truth. And yeah, that's, it's just that process of saying, okay, I've been believing a lie, so now let me listen to the truth. When when you when you when you talk about God, you talk about like such a very gentle spirit, and I'd like to think God is gentle. Um, I I'd like to think that you know there's um there's different sides to God. Um, and by the way, by the way, um, you know it's so funny how you never know who God is unless you're going through a specific thing. You wouldn't know that he's like a present help if you never felt alone. <laughs> you ne- you would never know that God is a healer if you were never sick. You know, sometimes I just feel like things probably happen for God to reveal himself to you. But another thing, I'd be wrong if I would try to find answers to every misfortune that happens or every suffering that happens um but i think the bible says that you know the suffering creates endurance and our faith is strengthened which is very true um another thing that i'd like to ask you is that from the time you're saved up until now um yes you give like a lot of credit a lot of credit um to god but how did you get to the point where you have surrendered each and every part of yourself from your body to your mind to your spirit to your heart your talents your academics your family like each and every aspect of your life how did you get to that point of okay i'm surrendering um every part of my life to god I know you said sometimes we, we, we want to credit God for everything, but it really is God. <laughs> I can't even say it's me because there are many, many times when I have um, almost fallen into the trap or I did fall into the trap and God pulled me out and said, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Remember the plan. Um, the trap of wanting to just make make it as though my life is my own, you know, make it as though I've I own these gifts that were given to me by God, that I am the one who's in charge of what I do with my life. And that's not the case. Like, And I can't even say it's me who made it like that because it's God. Honestly, I can't I can't even say, yeah, no, there was this day where I saw with you, no, actually, I need to just let go. It, it didn't happen like that. Um, it wasn't my idea anyway. There was the process of letting go. Um, but the one who initiated that, it's all God. You can call me cheesy. <laughs> you can call me cheesy if you want to. 
but it really has been all God and in terms of surrendering every aspect of my life I do think it's still a process that I'm going through um, yeah I don't want to, to, to be here and, and make it sound as though I do have it all figured out not just trying to be relatable I'm just being honest it's something that is a process and it's something that never stops uh, once I realize that there's no point where you'll be like, okay, ultimate Christian level unlocked. And that's when I started to see that, okay, like God is actually really patient. God is faithful. And it's not something I need to be embarrassed about, you know, having to pray the same prayers a couple of times before I actually have things aligned or um, having to refocus, even though God told me to stop doing a certain thing last week, you know, there's grace. Yes, we're not meant to be playing around with grace, but we mess up sometimes and God is there so that process of surrendering it's ongoing uh, same with healing sometimes something could trigger something that happened to me when I was like tiny I mean I'm still really young in my opinion but something can happen that I didn't even know was a wound and in that moment then I'll experience God healing me because I didn't even know that that was wrong like I didn't know that was a problem or sometimes I'll start to feel myself falling into maybe the trap of like hyper productivity or like the extreme opposite of like super laziness <laughs> and it's like no um, God has taught me how to balance things God has taught me the importance of surrendering everything to him um <laughs> Ecclesiastes is actually such a nice book to me right now uh, because I appreciate it so much yeah, right I now because book. it yeah. says everything is meaning dude vanities vanities dude you need to Bona, like you, you need to hey, yeah I know <laughs> that book it's the part the parts the fact that it's repeated so many times that everything is meaningless everything is meaningless it's it used to sound so dark to me and like why is this in the bible but i find it so beautiful now actually because it's it's a great reminder that yo like okay i'm here living this human experience but there's something beyond the everyday there's something beyond me living this life for myself yeah okay cool i could build an empire uh, but if it's not glorifying god um, what's the point? Because it's gonna go to dust. It's gonna go to nothing. I could get a degree, and if I'm not if I'm not doing it to glorify God, and I'm doing it to try and fill a void, what does that do for me? What does that do? You know, like how it it's limited. There's going to be a point where it just cuts off and it does nothing. If it's just serving me, then it's not doing enough, and that goes for everything in my life. So, yeah, it's it really is a process. But it's taken a lot of humility, a lot of admitting that, okay, maybe I had the wrong idea about how life goes. And that's fine because God is the one who revealed to me that life is bigger than myself. And that really keeps me going. And it's not just something that I'm imagining. It's the truth. Life really is bigger than me. So it only makes sense for me to live my life. Um, wow. Sorry. <laughs> it only makes sense for me to live my life in a way that gives God glory because my life is going to end, but God will continue to exist, and that, and He He, he will continue to be glorified. So yeah, it's 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 really an honor to be able to even live for God. And sometimes those old ways of thinking come back, and it's like, yes, it's me. It's all about me. And no, that's 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 not fruitful. That's not gonna go very far. Uh, I mean, if you wanna try that approach 
cool tell me how it goes but i wouldn't recommend it as someone who still falls into it sometimes forgetting that okay i don't have to micromanage my life because no amount of micromanaging will make my life um eternal <laughs> this one anyway the one here on earth no, no amount of micromanaging will make my gift bigger than the one who gave it to me no amount of micromanaging will make my studies bigger than the one who gave me the opportunity to study and even gave me purpose so really trying to put yourself at the center um, it didn't work for me yeah and it's just constantly remi- constantly reminding myself that okay <laughs> girl <laughs> your life is gonna end then what like you you are just do focus focus on things above because these ones here they're gonna finish enjoy them do them well excel live them according to how god wants but remember that it's bigger than this there's something more than this yeah that's that's that would be that's what I, that's what i'm saying that's beautiful because i literally read that book um yesterday actually i read the book yesterday well not the whole thing but i just read like everything is meaningless especially the money part because i really found out that Oh my gosh, Umuntu Utandi Mali or Umuntu is just so hyper obsessed with money. <laughs> and uh, you know what? And not in a bad way. It's just for me, I just realized okay, money is a resource. I need it. And when I don't have it, it's like life is not moving. But in the same time, I realized that actually my life is moving. Um, God has been so faithful. So for you to actually get to a point where God is like, uh, my child you know i made you everything you are is because of me um how is like your relationship with god in terms of like provision because for me it was you know for me it was like a bittersweet thing but for you i wonder um how do you get to the point where you, okay um i don't know man like are you a person who is materialistic or you just have decided Ubuti, you know what it is what it is you know like god is gonna provide for me i don't have to be a millionaire it's fine or do you have this thing of your god i i want money um how does it work for you in that sense yo to be honest I know money freaks me out. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> lie to you. Like money weirds me out. The whole concept is just like, guys, like, can we just figure out a better way to do I this? <laughs> like, can't we just, can't we just exchange things? Like, can't we, can't we make a plan? But now, for real though, provision, yo, again, like you said, you asked me, is it a decision that I made or did I get to a place where I'm like, you know what, God will provide? Yes and no. Uh, the no part is it's not me who got me there and i know that's been my answer for everything but that's my honest answer to everything that you're asking me uh and it would be a lie for me to say i just got to a point where i realized hey actually i am beyond money like i it wasn't me it was through um getting wisdom from god when i realized that a lot of the things that i thought were fundamental really don't mean that much and like you're saying money is a resource and i'm not saying like okay guys throw your money in the toilet like i'm not saying that uh but i am saying that i got to a point <laughs> did i before before people say we demela said we demela said uh-uh she didn't say that don't say i said that but where i did get to a point where i realized that okay 
if I'm going to obsess over this thing, how much satisfaction am I going to get? You know, just with a lot of things, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> uh, even trying to obsess over my purpose was another thing. Like, if I if I'm constantly obsessing over trying to do things right or get things right or make my mark or whatever, um, then am I really glorifying God? Is it about God? Is it is it about being known? Is it about being memorable? Is it about making my mark? Is it a, what is it about really? You know, so it's with the money thing, provision, uh, dude. I know that according to the statistics, I'm not in a great place. You know, the statistics will say that I am in the lower percentages of what what, but I, I I don't even see my life like that. Honestly, when I look at my life, I see abundance, and it's not even I mean, shy, shy. I don't know how to say that. How do I say that in English? I'm not shy, shying myself. <laughs> I'm not lying to myself. You know, I think I've gotten to a point where I can see provision as being beyond money, and that's not just to not even a way where I'm trying to console myself, but in a way that I genuinely believe it. Like I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. Like whether I have millions or I have nothing, I'm really fine because I I realize that again that everything is meaningless. But at the same time, that we do have access to these resources. Sometimes God will bless us financially, for example, so that we are able to feel something else. You know, like if I'm going to accumulate wealth, what is that gonna give me? Accumulation of wealth, and then after that, nothing much. No, not much impact can be. Not much impact. Not much, but if I'm using that money to fund something else that can make impact and glorify God, then cool, bring the money. But in terms of just accumulating stuff for the sake of having stuff, I guys, it's not for me. Just having a lot of things weirds me out. Even now, the amounts of stuff I have, I'm just like, okay, guys, it's too much. I just, uh-uh. <laughs> but I'm not even gonna try to spiritualize that. I think I just don't like the thought of having too much stuff. It just weirds me out. But in terms of provision, really, it's all God. And I used to want to have everything. <laughs> I used to want to have everything, like all the things. I was just like, wow, yes, that looks nice. I want that. Or I need to have that to prove that I'm well off. Or I need to have that to prove that I'm in a good space financially or that I can be accepted in this class or whatever. You know, I used to feel like that genuinely. But now I really don't. And I can only credit God for giving me that wisdom to realize that it doesn't mean as much as I thought it did. It doesn't mean as much as some schools of thought might want you to think it does. But yeah, man, money or not, I'm good. But the things I have, they're all from God. I can't credit myself. That's true. That's very true. You had mentioned that um, if you're going to have money, you're going to, you know, use it for God's glory. You know, or if God gives you money, the purpose is to use it for his glory or to help someone or whatever. Um, what is your perspective on like the kingdom, you know, cause Christians be talking about the, the kingdom, gosh, the kingdom, really? Yeah. <laughs> Christians talk about the kingdom, you know, um, even Christ talks about the kingdom, you know, seek the kingdom, uh, of God. So for you, your understanding or whatever um, revelation that God has given to you about the kingdom, for you, how do you, how do you view the kingdom? And, you know, when they say the kingdom is at hand, like, 
what is that wow that's a deep question <laughs> but i lost you there for a picture of breaking up so i hope i'm answering the right thing if i'm not on track please like just unmute and tell me that i'm not answering what you asked because you're breaking up there for a bit unfortunately but when when i hear kingdom i hear god you know just when i hear kingdom i hear king first as it is in the word and everything that has to do with god everything that's of god just my city is seek first the kingdom i hear just seek after god and the things of god you know and what are the things of god everything that god has as outlined as what pleases him what glorifies him in his word you know so it's yeah that was it's that question was very deep but my answer is not deep at all really when i hear kingdom i hear king and when i hear king i hear god so when when you talk about a kingdom just in general um first i think the first thing that will come to mind is who owns that kingdom so when i hear kingdom kingdom of god i hear god you know and everything that has to do with god everything that pleases god everything that is in alignment with god everything that is just godly <laughs> and how do you find out what all that means you look in the word so that's really that's that's my guide the word is my guide in terms of understanding what the things of the kingdom are you know so yeah man that's very short answer <laughs> but yeah that's that's when i hear kingdom i hear god okay so i'm going i'm going somewhere with this question man so kingdom god now in the kingdom of god and with your talents because you can sing remember we had like that jazz preachy thing that we had yeah inside joke guys anyway yes kingdom do you ever feel like with your gifts or your talents or whatever god has just given you um that this is just for the kingdom this is just for the expansion of the kingdom and when you mean and when we say expansion for the kingdom is it along the lines of with the things that god has given me i can display it for his glory so that someone else can experience the kingdom or experience his love or you know accept christ as their lord and savior is that like the whole gist of uh, Mara, you see you're taking out inside jokes but it's fine it's okay we everyone can be in on it it's okay it's okay we'll explain one day <laughs> but <laughs> uh, they still don't know <laughs> telling you telling the people it's fine welcome people welcome to the inside joke welcome to the inner circle but yeah i mean in terms of serving god with your gifts your you see, ah, you see, God, God is, God is in this in this podcast episode. God is, anyways, because I'll explain to you one day. But uh, yeah, because I feel like I'm, I would say way too much if I got into all the details of how I ended up learning about what it means to serve God with your gifts. Because it it's a journey that took a couple of years. It's a journey that's ongoing, but it started a few years ago, and uh, learning what it means to serve God with your gifts in the church outside the church um yeah because my understanding of it was very limited um and i didn't understand how they could be believers in certain spaces and it's like but is this is this godly (laughs) is this glorifying god i don't get it so i asked god to explain it to me and um but i think your question is more uh directed to me specifically so i'll just stick to that part so initially i wasn't even keen on serving god with my gifts i was like okay thank you for giving it to me 
I'm going to go use it. <laughs> wherever I get the opportunity to, wherever I get to make my name known. And to people who know me now, that might sound surprising, but it's a surprise. <laughs> I, that, was, that was genuinely my energy. Like, I was like, okay, thank you, God. You gave me this gift. Like, I, I'm going to go um, do the most and um, let them know who I am. And when I get those awards, I'll say, thank you, God. And when I get on stage, that'll be me glorifying God. Like, <laughs> that's where it'll start and end. Like, mm, shout out the Lord. We'll pray before shows. Like, that'll be it. Um, that'll be enough for me. I, I'm, I'll, I'm fine. We'll feature God in the, in, the, in the career somewhere. But, yo, like, God humbled me. God said, no, babes, we're not doing that one. You start with me, end with me, because this is me speaking through you. This is me doing what I'm doing through you in whatever in whatever form uh, it plays out in. Because, yes, I do sing. Hey, I'm being exposed. But anyways, I sing it, and I, I do a bunch of other things as well. So I just had to go on a journey of understanding that, uh, yo, the, you're not going to go in that direction of doing what you want to do for your own sake or doing what you want to do because you feel like you have the ability to open your own doors. I was humbled. I was I am being humbled <laughs> to see that okay, you don't just like go throwing your gift around oh willy nilly because you feel like you can. Just there's there's an importance that I've learned and I, I think this is a personal conviction because we don't all serve God the same honestly and i've also had to learn that that other people aren't like pretending to serve god just because they don't serve god in the same spaces that i might you know so there's just certain things that i can't really answer for everyone i can't be like the artist's spokesperson uh, but i can only speak from my own experience and from what the word says so yeah i've just learned that it's important to to be honest about when you say, okay, I'm doing this for God, do you mean it or does it just sound nice? Do you mean it or do you feel obligated to say it so you sound like you're ticking the box as a Christian, you know? Do you, like, is God actually in it or do you want it to look like God is in it or do you feel obligated to pretend like God is in it when you don't even include him or it's not even his idea? Or are you even holding back something, holding something back? Hey, deep, deep chat. Are you even holding something back? Um when you know that God is saying it's your time to do it because you are you are claiming to be waiting on God's timing. When you know that God has already given you the timing and the resources and the platforms. I'm calling That's myself out. Let's, let's, let's call everyone out because there's so much that God has placed <laughs> in us and a lot of the times I've done this, maybe, I, maybe I'm still doing it. Oh Lord. <laughs> but there are so many times where we as believers, we say we're waiting on God. That time... You you are lying. <laughs> you are telling a strong fib. Let me not say people are lying. You are telling a strong fib, and yeah, just being honest about um, surrendering to God. And sometimes surrendering to God doesn't just mean slowing down. Sometimes God will catapult you, and you go places you never even thought you'd be. Like whether you're ready or not. Like we we if we're doing this for God, let's do this for God. So I that's that's what I've had to understand is. Just because you're surrendering to God, it doesn't mean things are going to move slower. But it also doesn't mean that things are, you're always going to be on. You're not going to work according to your own calendar. You might not do the things that you thought you were going to do when you were six. You might not dream up, You might not do the things you were dreaming about when you were 12 and watching people do those things on TV. Whatever it is. Um, and also, you might not do things that um, fit in the Christian, a lot of Christians' ideas of what 
is is glorifying to God, which is a whole other conversation. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just about how how far are you willing to go to serve God for real, you know? And how honest are you willing to be? How real are you willing to be? Yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah. That, that that's that's powerful because yeah I think um I will say when it comes to serving God personally for me, let me talk for myself. I I I have a tendency of like really overthinking it. Really overthinking it and wondering am I really good enough for this? Um God did you really say I must do this? And to the point where I'm like, Okay, I'll just sit down <laughs> and not do anything. <laughs> And so I am very certain and sure that, okay, uh, God said I must do this. Uh, you know, because I'm just like, I'm just going to sit with these gifts, ma'am, because, you know, I don't know. Or maybe I do know, but I'm afraid. So why would you tell a Christian who's like, yeah, I know God gave me these things, but I'm, I'm genuinely scared. Like, maybe you are was afraid in the bible maybe you are moses you like hey man i stutter okay like what do you mean i'm supposed to take these people out of egypt i stutter but he's still waiting for it but i'm just saying like how do you encourage a christian who's sitting it's like i mean i'm too scared i'm not sure of myself or you're probably just overthinking it like how do you motivate them? Okay, that? <laughs> that, we like the song break. Uh, so first and foremost, just trust God. Trust God that He wouldn't set you up for failure. Honestly, uh, it's not it's not about you going to try and build your reputation wherever you're serving, whether it's in the church, outside the church, whether you're going to work somewhere and you're going to make it known to them that hey, I'm a Christian, or whether you are serving in the church and you feel like yo. Oh, all these other people know what's going on and I don't know what's going on. How do they know this? Who trained them? Because we're only here on Sundays. If it, Whatever it is, whatever hesitation you have, really just lay it down before God. Let God know that, okay, I know you're sending me, but I'm scared. I'm terrified. Christ did the same thing. Not that he was he was scared, but he was overwhelmed at the thought of going and, and being crucified. And he he was open about that with God, but he did it anyway. He was open with the, he was open to the Father and cried out as a son. And it was a conversation that was had and it was yo, like just go to God. <laughs> just go to God and trust God and trust that the vision that he has for your life and the vision that he has for the kingdom that he's going to use you to be a part of fulfilling is it's, it's, it's important enough for you to take up your, your, your role. It's important. It's necessary enough. You know, you don't know what's at stake with you holding back what you're holding back. You know, and that's not to say that, like, it's us who, who, who make the salvation happen. We know that it happens because of Christ. But there's a reason why you're a part of this kingdom. There's a reason why you carry the gift you carry. God wants to use us to do that thing that he wants to do in that particular person's life. And you might have proximity to them. So, do that thing. Trust God enough to know that He is with you. And even as you serve, know that there are seasons. I think there's also this weird this weird thing, man, that we have. Okay, that I had. Let me not speak for the masses because I don't know the masses like that. But <laughs> there's this weird thing that I had where I felt like once I'm serving in a particular space, I need to stay there forever. Or I need to... Uh, follow someone else's path and walk that journey the same way someone else did when 
God is the one who's going to initiate it and he's going to be the one who sees you through. He'll tell you whether you must serve there for eight years or 80 years. He'll tell you whether you are going to stay in one role or you're going to go into a quote-unquote higher position. He'll tell you where to go. So at no point should our serving be done according to what we feel is um, the next step, you know, or at no point should serving be a thing of okay i'm deciding now that i want to go there or i want to do it like this so it's always god or it don't even fall and try not to fall into the pressure of mimicking someone else's journey yes we're saved you might be saved in the same space but you're still not that person you know so where god wants you to be might not look like the way you you are seeing someone else do that thing you might think you want to end up there or you might think you're supposed to end up there because your journeys are starting off similarly to how that person started off but god could have an entirely different plan for you you know that's why it's so important to trust god because then you won't try to um walk in someone else's footsteps it's okay to trust people enough to think you can walk in their footsteps but christ is our example and he will he'll make things align he'll make things align uh the last thing i'd say to someone who wants to serve but is hesitant is just don't make it deep honestly i think that ties into the first thing i said if you're not good at it when you start um that's fine <laughs> that's really okay if you're not amazing at it when you start it's fine also don't just try to cling to certain spaces because you feel like you're amazing at that thing that might be a moment where you need to go uh humble yourself as well you know so just remain humble whether people say you're amazing at the thing you're doing in that department at church or wherever you're doing it or you feel like you're the worst person for the job god put you there for a reason so just uh, be kind to yourself and trust god and be patient and allow yourself to grow and uh yeah man that's it that's uh, i think those are the biggest things if anything else comes up i'll mention it one day <laughs> one day one day i'll tell you then you'll tell the people <laughs> Yeah, um, and also another thing that I also um, found that it was very important was like uh, doing things like outside church walls. So um, when I mean like doing things outside of church walls, I mean like really taking the gospel out there. Um, and I'm in a like, oh, just we <laughs> type of way. I mean, that could work. It could definitely work. If you're doing that, continue. But I'm just saying, like, um, serving God beyond church walls, uh, serving God beyond uh, church. Like, how 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 do we do okay, that? Okay, sure, sure, sure. I hear like, you. How do Again, you just letting God lead. I also used to think, okay, um, where are the posters? Like, how do we do this thing? Like... How do you spread the word outside of church? Like, give me a placard, give me a marker, I'm ready to go. Or like, I want to be ready to go, so how do we how do we get that going? But uh, it's really just being the matter of leading, allowing God to lead. You know, it just, God has opened up very interesting opportunities for me to just represent him. And knowing that it's not about putting on your Christian hat now and saying, okay, now they must see I'm Christian. But just being a honest represent representation of the kingdom, just representing the kingdom all the time, because you never know. Maybe that, maybe you were just there to have that one conversation with that person. It was never a matter of you getting on the stage or holding a mic or 
standing behind that desk or whatever like you were really just there to have a conversation with the person you did your part and you are done like <laughs> you are done you said your prayer you did you you did what you needed to do you talked to one person and you're done in that space now it's on to the next thing so really just allowing the holy spirit to lead um being sensitive to what god is saying to you and um again for me like you said what do i do personally again the seasons thing because i used to have this um, thinking where I'd, I'd want to see something through in a way that the world says I should see it through like no you're supposed to be in this thing for three years or be in this thing for three years or no you're supposed to be in here for 10 years or be here for 10 years like it's just no one else's timing is going to be better or more ideal for my life than God's timing is so yeah man that means sometimes walking away from things when people feel like you are in your prime but God is saying you're done you you've done what you needed to do it's okay you're moving on to this other thing that i have planned for you now so yeah just listening to where god is sending me even when i'm just like ah god <laughs> i'm not sure yeah just trusting him and also not assuming that a space is meant for you because god is being mentioned like you don't know like maybe god doesn't want you to be there particularly maybe that's not your space um, but yeah, just following the leading of the Spirit is very, very important. The Holy Spirit will lead you astray. So every opportunity that comes up, if it's aligned with where God wants you to be, you will know because you have that communion with God in the first place. So yeah, again, you don't have to make it deep or anything, but just follow the Spirit literally the same way you follow Him in anything else. Just you'll know. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's clear. <laughs> I mean, like that's a bit vague, but really, it's, that's what I have. <laughs> you can talk about the whole thing. <laughs> you can talk about. Listen, it's too It's Let's get the bill. <laughs> Let me get the bill. <laughs> but I understand. Makeup, guys. Like you know, when you just well, not that you just discovered something, but in my head, is playing out like the woman in the well, or not in the well, but at the well, and then she just told everyone like, I met a man, man. Like I met a man who knows everything about me, and I'm just really at that point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I went through something, and this is what God did, <laughs> and that's why I am going through. A point where okay in my podcast let's just talk about him why I because um, I just feel like well I don't feel but I know that I wouldn't be doing anything justice in my life if I do not testify or if I do not say yo guys there is a savior out here um, constantly saving me Constantly saving other people. Hence, we have been doing a lot of podcasts. I, I, I really appreciate all the things that you've said. Um, very genuine. Very genuine. Very, very genuine. Um, and um, it's nice to, to hear someone talk about God in the way that you did. Um, it just shows, like, he's at work, man. God is at work. So, yes, thank you so much. Thank you, and thank you to everyone who's listening. Yeah, I think 
I my biggest prayer is that in people hearing this, they don't want to know more about me, but they want to know more about God. And yeah, that's that's it for me, man. I appreciate this. Shout out to you. Shout out to the What's On My Mind podcast. This yes. is so cool. I'm not yes, over it. I'm not over the fact that you minds. have a podcast. That's what's on our mind. That's what's in our hearts. Yes. Yeah. What is in our mind? And the things that it does being on our mind. Oh. So thank you guys. Bye. Bye.